I'm Joe Kelly, news director at radio station WDBO in Orlando, Florida, where we make decisions every day about what is and what is not news. Our Behind the News podcast takes you behind the scenes into the decision-making process as we research, we write, and we report the news. It is now the 19th of January, Wednesday. You're listening to Behind the News. I'm Joe Kelly, and our guest today is University of Nebraska researcher, Professor Kevin Smith. Uh, I am a professor of political science and the chair of the Department of Political Science at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. All right, go Huskers, A. Uh, and and B, I'm really intrigued, Professor Smith, by this study that you have done about how politics seems to be making Americans not necessarily sick, but at least feel sick. Yeah, I mean, we've done several surveys now where we've asked sort of like representative samples of Americans, um, you know, what sort of toll is politics taking on you? And rather large numbers of Americans uh, indicate that, you know, politics is, you know, kind of doing a number on their social, uh, emotional, and even physical health. And especially at a time in which we are in a health pandemic, I would imagine that people are feeling uh, especially sick, if you will. Yeah, I mean, but politics certainly isn't, um, uh, you know, reducing any of the sort of like mental health impacts that have gone along with COVID. Although one of the things that I'd point out, Joe, is that we first did a similar survey in, in 2017, which predated um, the, the pandemic, and, and we were finding similar sorts of things back then. And that is interesting. So we're, we're going back to kind of the Trump era. I mean, it w- was was the beginning of this process the Trump presidency when it, when it comes to people that just get so turned off by politics? Unfortunately, Joe, I can't really answer that because there's not a lot of systematic data prior to 2016, or at least nothing that's really comparable to the sorts of surveys that we did. When we did our first survey in 2017, um, we were actually wondering, um, you know, whether it was just a uh, reflection of kind of like a very divisive political campaign and a controversial president had just been inaugurated. Um, But, you know, the big finding from the latest survey is that that doesn't seem to be the case. It seems to have gone on during the Trump presidency and at least a little while after it. So it, it looks more like it's sort of like a chronic thing over the long term. You know, there's an old adage, and I'm sure I'm sure you've heard it a thousand times, but you don't discuss religion and politics in public, right? You want to stay away from those topics. But it seems as if these days we've done a really good job of not talking about religion, but politics has become the the front burner issue. I mean, this is the thing that that everybody seems to be just consumed with right now is politics. It seems that's how we identify ourselves is through our political affiliations. Yeah, I think that you're right about that, Joe. You know, increasingly people take on their political um, orientations or beliefs as more kind of like a core part of their identity. And I mean, this may be one of the reasons why people are saying things like, you know, politics is a big source of stress for me. I've lost friends because of politics. 
Um, it's simply because we've become you know, increasingly more tribal. And what divides us is, uh, you know, whether you've got that R or that D um, of your, your political beliefs. You know, I got to say that some of my absolute best friends in the world are uh, ideologically and politically just dead opposite of my ideological views. But I, 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 I don't categorize people that way. I look at them as humans first, and, and I don't even get to their politics until maybe 10th or 12th on the list. I think character really counts so much more than politics does. Yeah, and I mean, I think that there are still plenty of people out there like uh, that. I mean, I, I, I'd like to count myself as one of them. I actually would rather go have a beer with someone who disagrees with me politically yeah, rather than just hear my own beliefs. Um, sort of like parroted back to me. So I, I definitely get where you're coming from. It's just that it's, I mean, I'm not sure that I can answer the question why, but we seem to have a harder time disagreeing civilly these days than we've done um, in the past. And whether that's due to, you know, a certain type of political environment we find ourselves in or whether social media plays uh, a role in it or whether it is political elites being a little irresponsible and sort of like ginning up their bases. I mean, I'm not sure that there's a definitive answer to that, but it is, I think, clearly the case that political disagreement has become, um, it's more of a high stakes thing now. Um, you know, if, if you look at our survey, I mean, you know, people are saying, you know, I've lost good friends because we had, uh, because we differed on politics. And, you know, I, I, I can't imagine losing a friend over their political stances, or, or I would have to say their political stances would have to be pretty extreme. Sure, yeah. Um, for me to sort of like consider ending a friendship. But unfortunately, that's just not an uncommon thing these days. We are talking to University of Nebraska researcher, Professor Kevin Smith. And Professor Smith, one of the things that really caught my eye in your study is that one in 20 of your participants say they're thinking about or, or, or discussing politics leaves them feeling suicidal. Yeah, isn't that astonishing? Um, you know, we asked a similar question in 2017 and got a similar result. And I won't fib to you, I wasn't sure if I really believed it. I mean, I was like, it was 5% of people indicated that they had had suicidal thoughts because of politics. And I thought, well, that's a fairly low number, and maybe that's just kind of like a statistical artifact. But, you know, we've repeated this survey on two different samples at three different time points, and we got more or less the same answer every time. So I, I think that's a reasonably solid finding that, I, I mean, and I do, I, I find this eye-popping that one in 20 American adults said, or at least they're telling us that they've had um, suicidal thoughts over politics. Now, I mean, I want to make clear, I'm not a clinician, you know, how serious those thoughts are or, or you know, how real the suicidal ideation is, is a, a different question. But at least in our survey, it's a fairly stable 
rock solid one in 20 people who say, yes, I've had suicidal thoughts because of politics. And then Professor Smith, break it down for us, if you will, by the knowledge level that the study participants had and and then their reaction from it. I mean, if somebody is really deep into the weeds on the politics, are they more likely or less likely to feel sick from from the politics? Yeah, I mean, there's uh, that's a little bit more of a complicated question, but, but, but the short answer is, is that what we found is that people who are more politically knowledgeable tend to um, feel these uh, effects to a lesser extent. So there seems to be, if, if you're more knowledgeable about politics, you seem to be inoculated to some extent in, in terms of sort of like the, the, the social and emotional impacts of politics. Although, you know, how we measured um, political knowledge was like knowledge of the system. It, it wasn't sort of like knowledge of, you know, current events or anything like that. It was the sort of questions that you'd get on a civics exam, um, you know, uh, 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 you know what, what branch of government um, decides whether a law is constitutional or not. Those were the sorts of questions that we were asking. Well, that's interesting. You and, know- here, here in radio, Professor, we call that uh, false confidence or fake confidence. Yeah, and we can tell when a caller calls up and, and is angry and we can hear the passion and the, the visceral anger in their voices. And, and then we hear them repeating lines that are basically on bumper stickers on cars. And I think, wow, that is unearned confidence you have there. You've not done the research. You've not done the homework. You don't really know the candidates. You don't know the issues. And yet you're letting it seep into your mind and your heart and your soul and you're letting it ruin your day yeah actually that that that's an interesting observation joe i mean one of the things that uh i tell my students who often are very confident about their their political beliefs is that i have been paid to study american politics my entire adult life. I was a political reporter before I became an academic, and I've been an academic for over 25 years. And in that nearly, gosh, what is that, nearly 40 years I've been studying American politics seriously for a living. All that's taught me is how little I know. And I'm reasonably confident that I know a little bit more than the, 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 the man on the street. But you're right. When it comes to politics, people seem to invest a faith sometimes in their viewpoints that, at least empirically speaking, is not um, always warranted. And is there a conclusion that that you have come to with this study? I mean, is there is there a you know five step process for you know, walking back from the ledge here, if you will, for people who who harbor this kind of anger, this political anger. I mean, is there is there a conclusion to this? Yeah, the, that, and that's kind of like the $64,000 question, right? I mean, one of the things that, you know, when we talk to people about this study, they're like, oh, yeah, I can believe that. I get pretty mad and stressed out about politics, too. But the real issue is, is you know, what can you do to mitigate that, to sort of like, you know, help you know, help your own own mental health. And unfortunately, our data doesn't really sort of like point to any uh, simple answers uh, 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 to that. So, you know, Joe, I, I mean, this is something that, 
we would like to do more research on, but whether it's sort of like, I don't know, doing me, uh, meditation or, uh, you know, you know, taking a time out from social media, I, I really can't speak to that. The, the data just didn't give us any clear answers. I, I, as I, as we started the conversation, I like to say that people are much more than just the politics that they ascribe to, right? And so I want to end our discussion with non-political chit-chat, stuff that I find interesting. And if you'll indulge me for a second, I know you're in Nebraska. So how cold is it in Nebraska right now, since I'm sitting here in, in lovely Orlando, Florida at the moment? Yeah, you're on dangerous ground. <laughs> <laughs> I think the high today is 18. Uh, that is so cold. And and yeah. you and you're at the University of Nebraska uh, Lincoln, is that right? Yeah, that's correct. And that's not is that the main chapter or campus rather? Uh yeah, we're the flagship university. Okay, so Scott Frost is your coach. Scott Frost is my coach. Are we going to keep him? Uh at least for uh, at least for another year. Okay. Um, you know, <laughs> cuz we're all and I mean, we're 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 all rooting for Scott, right? Yeah, I mean, so are we. A, he's a Nebraska guy. I mean, he won a national championship here under Coach Osborne, and he's clearly extremely committed to in Nebraska, the the program. And you know, um, I, I, I mean, I mean, he's been a very successful coach in in, in other places. So I, I'm only speaking for myself, Joe, but I, I I'm really rooting for. I'm, I'm really rooting for Scott. That makes me happy to hear that. I am too. He, he came from University of Central Florida here in Orlando, and we were sorry to see him go, but we certainly understood why he would want to go to a program like Nebraska, and we wish him nothing the best, uh, nothing but the best, I should say. University of Nebraska researcher, Professor Kevin Smith. Uh, Professor, it is, uh, it's a real joy to talk to you. I, I've got family in Nebraska, and uh, <laughs> I'll pop in someday and say hi. Yeah, well, I appreciate that, Joe, although I'm – if, if I were you, I would pop in when it's a little warmer. Yeah, we'll wait until the summertime, no doubt. All right. Professor, thank you so much for your time. Thanks for sharing this information with our listeners, and thanks for the great work that you do. We certainly do appreciate it. Uh, thank you, Joe.